This is Scott Vanderplue, and you're listening to the Artist Edition Index Podcast, Episode 85. I went down to the St. James Infirmary, found my baby there, stretched out on a long white table, so sweet, so cold, so bad. Welcome back to the podcast, where we take all things written at aindex.org. And bring it to an auditory excellence. Or at least that's what we strive for. Alright. December's over. And I'm into January. I always, well, it's, uh, you didn't used to. But now I seem to record the first day of the next month for the previous podcast. And just with Christmas and New Year's, uh, my normal schedule of two posts of reviews the last two weeks of the month have fallen by the wayside. I have two reviews partially written. Neither one made it to the website. So I'm apologize for that. That's very disappointing that I didn't meet my schedule. So that means I only got 22 reviews done this month. Um, so we still got things to talk about this month for sure. And the big news of course is it's January 1st. So that means the 2023 Dunbeer awards or Dunbeer, I think is the proper way to pronounce it are live and voting is happening as we speak. Uh, six AE index format books were released in 2023 and that so that means we've got six possibilities of items to vote on uh the six books released in 2023 were judge dread by mick mcmahon apex edition kevin nolan's marvel heroes artist edition david wright's carol day lance hallam Michael Golden's Marvel Stories Artist Edition, Walter Simonson's Fantastic Four Artist Edition, and the 2080 Art of Kevin O'Neill Apex Edition. So those are listed in the order in which they were published from January to November. There were two additional Artist Editions published this year, Frank Miller's Daredevil Artist Edition and John Byrne's X-Men, but those are just reprints of Artifact Editions previously, and reprints do not qualify. I think we got a bit of... uh, I don't know how you want to say it, ballot stuffing last year with the Rocketeer reprint and uh, some exuberant fans on that case. So definitely don't want reprints. And with IDW, it looks like they're continuing on their reprints. We're going to have to judge whether they will appear in the uh, in the awards depending on how much new material they have because there's going to be a couple of new a few reprints of artist editions next year that will contain new material as well. So we're really going to have to decide how we want to play that out. So, um, also we're going to be doing a hall of fame. You heard it here first on the podcast. I've had some back and forth on the forums and privately with some people and some messages. And it doesn't sound like a clear resolution is coming to a, coming through so for these first few hall of fame uh, entries uh, i will be the deciding factor someone mentioned and i don't want it to be hubris but i mean i have read every ae format book that's been released since 2010 so the big thing for me is again someone wonderfully wrote on the forum that i list objective material when I'm reviewing the books, but I don't get into the subjective and it's the subjective that sells books. It's the subjective that sways arguments. 
So I'm going to have to step out of my comfort zone and be subjective and have some Dunbeer Awards Hall of Famers and give my reasons why they are in the Hall of Fame. I'm thinking two a year, and I've got my two inductees now. It's going to be the fr- it's going to be the first two AE format books that I can find that were published in North America. So I'll leave that dangling there, and I Hall of Famers will be done in January because it's but before the end of the month. So they'll take place before the awards, and then they'll be part of the announcements of the awards. All right, get your please spread the word anywhere you can. Uh, I'm going to be spreading the word this week through a series of press releases to as many comic sites as I can reach out to this week to get the attention on the voting this year. I really hope we get much more voting. We have three publishers here. We have 2000 AD with two books in 2023. I mean, you know, and then one by Slingsby Bros, Inc. So exciting times. And then the three IDWs. So IDW normally sort of walks away with these awards and I'm not saying that they don't deserve it, but it would be nice to get people voting and getting the public opinion out there. All right. That's happening right now. The voting ends on January 31st at midnight. And the announcement, the winners are announced February 1st. So please get on the site, vote, and then spread that voting link to as, as any way you can. And it would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Thank you. All right. I also did something different this year. I have, it's a word, my site, aindex.org is a WordPress site and I've got a couple different, I've got Jetpack stats and I've got uh, Google analytics, but Jetpack stats actually provide a nice overview of, you can do overviews of days, weeks, months, years. So I was able to look at the year yesterday and just see what were the most popular posts, uh, what were the most, you know, more the most viewed items. So the most viewed posts of 2023, the most viewed reviews. Um, visitors by country, annual insights, all-time stats. This is just some interesting things. Just a little peek behind the curtains. Maybe this doesn't ap- uh, appeal to a, a lot of the listeners, and I apologize for that, but it's just something to add to the site, right? So top five reviews, top five most viewed reviews of 2023 in order of hits. Michael Golden's Micronauts Artist Edition. Bill Sienkiewicz's Mutants and Moon Knights and Assassins Artifact Edition, Judge Dredd by Brian Boland Apex Edition, Frank Miller's Daredevil Artifact Edition, and Batman The Dark Knight Returns Frank Miller Gallery Edition. So none of those books were published in 2023. The newest one on the list there, Judge Dredd from 2022. I mean, Miller's Daredevil Artifact Edition may have been getting hits because of the Daredevil uh, Artist Edition or reprinting of this Artifact Edition, but it's just surprising. Um, in sixth spot of, of most of these reviews was Carol Day Lance Hallam. So at least that was a new book. And that was a review where if you search that book, I came up first on Google. And you really can't go too many places to get a review of that book. So I appreciated that. So then I listed the most viewed posts of 2023, not reviews. And these actually, so this is, these are interesting. So the top post <coughs> of 2023 was the IDW Fall 2023 catalog. <clears throat> and that was published in December of... Uh, actually, let's open that up. That was published in December of 20... No, no, sorry. No, it was published in July. So, oh boy. Can I mess that up anymore? It was published in March 
2023. Updated July 22nd, 2023. So it's actually 2023. Number two was the IDW 2024 DC announcement, which was all exciting news. The 2022 Dunbeer Awards. That was, again, a decent number of hits. Brian Boland, The Killing Joke Gallery Edition Lives. That was just published this month. We'll be talking about that later. And then December 2022 IDW solicitations. So four posts from 2023 and one just before 2023 talking about 2023. And then we've got most viewed on the site of 2023. And this is is fairly straightforward. These aren't posts or or this, this can be a post. This can be anything on the site. The number one item is the homepage with 46,700 hits in 2023. Then it's the AE Format Books Index, which I find interesting, only has 17,000 hits. Then we go to the AE Index Store with 3,718 hits. Dramatic drop. Then we have the AE Artist Index page, which is great. It lists every art it lists every artist listed in an AE index in an AE format book. In alphabetical order. If you haven't been to that page, it's a great resource. And then the fifth most viewed item of 2023 was the IDW Fall 2023 catalog. So that's nice. Uh, what I surprised me was the... there. I have a page on the site called AE Resources, and it lists interviews with people. Interviews, other sites, right? Links to other sites. And it's got some really interesting things. I've listed every interview that I could find that Scott Dumbier has done. I've got Jacob Covey, Daniel Klaus, Bob Chapman, Charles Burns, Brian Boland, John Barber, Steve Havecki, Kelly Jones, Jim Lee, John Lind, Kevin Nolan, David Roach, Walter Simonson, Slingby Bros, Inc., Charles Vest, Scott Williams, Brandon H. Wright. Then I actually actually have the piece from the Imago group about printing Judge Dredd by Brian Boland Apex Edition. So this is just resources, right? Things that uh, maybe you've been overlooking. That's a wonderful page. There's a link to it. So be sure to check that article out and have a look at those. Then the next thing I listed was, oh, is interesting. So visitors by country for 2023. Top number of visitors, United States. I think that's to be expected. Canada, number two, which is interesting. I mean, I don't know how many of these are me. I, I mean, I'm on the site multiple times a day, but I'm, it's not supposed to collect my stats. So I'm hoping it's just other Canadians. Thank you, Canadians. Number three is France. France just constantly appears number three in a lot of lists about, um, you know, English speaking books. They love art. You know, they love comic art and, uh, it's the Nifium art, right? And, uh, United Kingdom is fourth, so we've got the top three English-speaking countries in the world listed. Uh, and then we've got Spain for number five, which I find interesting. And after Spain, which I didn't list, is Germany at number six. All right. <clears throat> then I get into other stats. I list... Uh, so basically, the, the site started in 2017. July of 2017, I moved everything from Comic Book Daily. I started AIndex.org. And then... Uh, I migrated every article from Comic Book Daily to AENX.org and I gave it these its same publishing date. So like my article about the Will Eisner's The Spirit Artist Edition actually has a 2012 date. So I moved it over to AENX.org, still has a 2012 date. So if you look at my annual insights on this page, they started in 2012, then they moved down. And you see sort of I've got an average going. Uh, my average is about, well, actually 2023 is my best year. I had 92 posts for the year. 
I had 47,069 words, so I averaged 512 words per post. Like I said, these are sort of, I've always said that these are picto reviews that I do. I like a lot of pictures. <clears throat> and then, as was so nicely said, my objective information. And then that's it. I let you draw your own conclusions. Uh, I'm here. I consider the site to be for information purposes, not for critical analysis, right? I, I say in every review, this is a, this is a review of the book, not the story or the, or the art. All right. Then we've got all time stats, which are interesting. I've had 985,266 views. So I'm almost at a million views for the site, about 271,550 visitors. So which means, and this is a stat I'm actually quite proud of. I'm averaging 3.62 pages per visitor. So Every visitor who hits the site looks at an average of 3.62 pages. I think that's great. Also interesting, my most popular time and day and time, Saturdays, 16% of all views at 4 p.m. 4 p.m. is my current time for my newsletter. The newsletter goes live at 4 p.m. It used to be 3. I moved it up because um, this is 2023. I had to make some changes. And I have uh, did not want to keep going at three. I, just, I kept running out of time doing things. A lot of, you may notice now a lot of reviews go live on Saturday. So that's why I didn't have the time that when during the week that I used to, and now it's Saturday and that's it. Then you get, I've got some charts that I break down and that's, it's just, you know, my growth is slow and steady. I'm not, I have not hit any sort of dramatic, uh, numbering. I've been, uh, you know, it's just slow and steady wins the race. That's all I can say. And that's 2023 year in review. So, you know, Hopefully you, that was interesting to you. All right. Uh, as I said, I have no reviews this month, but we've still got a slate of other things going on in the podcast. Let's talk um, the big news that I put on the site, actually, which was Brian Boland, the Killing Joke Gallery Edition lives. Now, I had an interview with Bob Chapman, which was wonderful, and I greatly appreciate Bob Chapman. Uh, graffiti Designs has sort of shut down, and Bob is still putting this book together and he may put other books together after this, but it's a, it's a passion project now at this point. And we've got the material of what, so I, I've got two possible covers, uh, in the article. And then I've got what they, ex, what Bob expects to be in the book. And that's Batman, the killing joke, 46 pages, Batman, the black and white story, an innocent guy is eight pages, mystery in space, 115, the st- certified space story, seven pages. Justice League 200, Chapter 6, Green Arrow and Black Canary versus Batman. That's six pages. Batman 400, Chapter 11. That's Under the Wind, seven pages. Outsiders, number 18, Freeway of Fear is eight pages. Then we've got covers for Wonder Woman, Animal Man, Camelot 3000, other miscellaneous covers. And then interiors, he's got Who's Who Spreads of Camelot 3000 and the Green Lantern Corps and two gatefolds. And then corrections and alternate pages. Then I added some embellishment. The graffiti, graffiti designs has become famous for. So there's, uh, and much, much more. The book's expected to be 208 pages with a release of 2024. Now, what's interesting about this is Bob reached out to me and because they're missing pages. So he's still missing about 10 pages from the killing joke. So he's 46 page story. He'd like to find the last 10 pages, which inc- and including the cover of the killing joke. So if anybody listening has friends or has access to pages and they have not reached out to Bob, please do so. I've got the email on the post. It's graffiti D at AOL.com. And please share that. And I was, it was so kind that, uh, cartoonist K on YouTube 
uh, shared this post and shared this information and also made a plea to their viewers to please share pages. So hopefully we can get the word out and any pages missing and any exciting Brian Boland DC work can be included in this and it can be the best book that is possible to, that they could make. So that is wonderful. And that's, that's the big news. I also had a, uh, I had a deal alert. There was a ton of deals on Amazon. I think these have all expired now, but hopefully I posted this December 13th. Hopefully everybody had a look at it. Unfortunately, um, because I'm in Canada, my, my Amazon links just redirect to, uh, Amazon Canada. So these are us links I put up that had deals, not many deals for Amazon Canada. There's some 13% deals right now in Canada. Uh, if you pre-order John Ramesses, Amazing Spider-Man, you, you get it for 168 instead of 195. So there are some deals right now on Amazon.ca actually. Oh, interesting. Okay. So pick up what you can take a look, please. Uh, See if any of these links still give you deals. All right. What else? We had the poll from December. And I was, oh, I'm sort of struggling. I've so, I think I've run out of ideas for polls now. I'm going to have to go back to our good friend and uh, beg him to help me with the polls again. And uh, David Jacoy, if you're out there, please have some ideas for polls. And, uh, but I thought, you know, what books of the first half of 2024 are you most looking forward to? And the books I've listed. So number one, took the vote away. John Romita's Amazing Spider-Man, The Daily Strips, Artist Edition. So super exciting that this is a possibility. And uh, coming in second was Chris Somney's Black Widow, Artist Edition. Third was Bill Ward, The Fantagraphic Studio Edition. Fourth. 2080 Yard of Mick McMahon, Apex Edition. And fifth is Pretty Deadly, The Shrike Vault Edition. So I picked the five books I thought were coming out. And that is exciting news. And they are coming out. So those are the votes that the people's made. I voted for um, John Romita. So that's the poll for January. All right. We had two solicitation posts this month. But before I get to that, I think uh, I'm going to give you the spiel. If you'd like to support the index, uh, three ways to do that. One of the ways is if you're looking at these uh, solicitation posts or that Amazon sale post I made, if you click those links, I get a commission from those. So I greatly appreciate that. That's no extra effort on your part. You're already going to order it. You order it through my link. I get something. You get your book. It's it's win-win all over the place. Second way to really help me is to go to the store page and to buy something. I still have some amazing books on the store page. I've got a brand new sealed Best of EC Stories Artist Edition Volume 1. I've got an open but nice condition David Mazzucchelli's Daredevil Morning Again Artist Edition. Got some great books. So please go to the store page, have a look. If you're interested in any of those, please order from me. I ship anywhere in the world. Lastly, you can sign up for Patreon, which is something worthwhile. I've, I, you know, I, I've been saying on this podcast, oh... I don't do much for my patrons, and I've got to say this month, I did something exciting for the patrons. On December 18th, I posted an, a, a one-and-a-half-hour interview with Scott Dunbeer. We talked about all the things that sort of interested me that weren't, you know, not very not specific books coming out, but processes and history and things like that. Really enjoyed the conversation. I had to, had to do a lot of editing. I kept asking, asking off-the-record things or off-the-record <laughs> information was provided. 
and uh, that, it, was, it, was, it was a great, fun interview, and Scott was so kind to redo that with me. I had recorded an interview with him at Baltimore, but the background noise was so much that uh, it was a great conversation, but I just couldn't use the audio. So we sat down over Zoom, and we did this, and it's just a wonderful opportunity for me to say thank you to my Patreon patrons. If you go to patreon.com slash AEindex, you can see you can sign up to be a patron. Uh, it starts at a dollar US. I think in Canada, it's $2, which is interesting. I don't, that's, uh, and then there's euros and any, your local currency, you can sign up. So you can actually get the, you can actually preview the first five minutes of the interview on the patreon.com slash AEindex page. So there you go. That's how to help me out. And I, I hope I can provide some value. Uh, for when you help me out. And I hope you feel that there's some value uh, to the site. All right. Solicitations for this month. We had two from two different groups. We had IDW December 2023 solicitations. And it's interesting because I held out till December 23rd for these solicitations, even though they were earlier in the month. I, I did not want a repeat of last month where just multiple books got listed. And I listed this and like a day later, another book was solicited from IDW, but there's no, there's, there's no image. So it's, it's, uh, there's going to be a reprint of Wally Wood's EC stories artist edition. It's going to contain two new stories. I believe there's no cover solicitation and there's really no mention of the content. So I feel it's a very anemic, uh, advanced solicitation. So we may have to wait for more details. Anyways, IDW solicitations for this month we had posted, um, Jim Lee, DC Legends Artist Edition. So this is a reprint, straight up reprint of the Artifact Edition. And uh, it's coming out August 27th. It's 140 pages, 12 by 17, 150 US. You can pre-order now on Amazon. I'm not going to get into it. Just go to the site and and read it. Read my review and see if you like that. And if you didn't get the book, then order this Artist Edition. Second thing that was listed, Neil Adams, DC Classics Artist Edition. Of course, we've discussed this before. No real new information to this either outside of those DC 2024 announcements already covered this. I'm still, and actually cut and paste information from that solicitation because the one, again, a bit anemic. I know these are advanced solicitations for bookstores to order from. So again, there were no covers listed for this. Thankfully, I had the two covers from the previous announcement, so I posted those up. Um, and, uh, yeah, that these so there's two standard covers. There's going to be an exclusive cover for uh, the Neil Adams web store, and so I don't have that cover yet. That's an advanced item, but two covers A and B, right? So we got uh, exciting stuff. So Green Arrow, Green Green Lantern, Green Arrow seventy six is the one cover, and Batman two thirty two is the other cover. Again, I've discussed these before. The biggest thing for me is trying to list two regular covers in the artist edition index because I normally have, um, I don't do that, right? I list, I list the regular cover and then variants go on a different page. So there you go. That's that. The other solicitation this month was from Diamond and Diamond did their t- January 2024 solicitations, two books we'd previously seen before. Cripsomnes Black Widow artist edition, no new information on this book either, same solicitation. Uh, available from Amazon.com right now or Things from Another World. You can do a pre-order. They've got a decent discount going. I would probably get Things from Another World also because I get a decent uh, affiliate link credit for that. So if you're going to order, 
right now, you, like as an example, you can get Chris Somney's Black Hood Oris Edition right now, 150 US cover price for 105 from Things from Another World. So, the other books listed there was EC Covers Artisan Edition. So, another book we've heard of before. This is April 2nd currently. It's a soft cover. Artisan Editions are smaller versions of the Artist Editions, and that's coming out. So, there you go. I'm not going to give you the blurb for that either. I'm, uh, I don't know. Some, I'm, <clears throat> I still got some things to run through and it's January 1st. I, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling it. You know, I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm not feeling, I'm feeling the weight of a new year upon me. I think that's what it is. And the, uh, fun and good times I've had uh, over this holiday season. It's wonderful. Had time to spend with friends and family, so I really appreciated that. Had some friends come up to visit uh, for New Year's. Friends, uh, I had moved in October 2022, so we had some regular traditions with friends and family that we were not able to do that Christmas. We were able to do them this year, so that's wonderful. I hope you had a lovely time over the Christmas holidays, too. Um... One more item for this month, and that is the AE format out-of-print sales for November 2023. This is where I gather the sales data from eBay. I put links to the books, so you can avail yourself of these books via my eBay links. Again, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. That uh, you can take advantage of uh, my affiliate links and the knowledge provided on the site. All right, sales were weird. Let's deal with the deal. I'm sorry, the record breakers for this month. Two records were broken, if you're ready. John Paul Leon's The Winterman Artist Edition, last copy sold for $550 on November 14th. Big money, no whammies. That book was released um, September of 2022. And uh, clearly it was released through Zoop. It was never released for, sold through retail. So that was your opportunity to get it. I had a couple. I had ordered three copies. I kept one for myself. I sold two immediately on the website. All right, second record breaker. Don Rose's The Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck Volume 1 Artist Edition Variant. $419.99. So good money there. All right, let's talk about sales for the month. I will try and run it through uh, and try not to be as speedy with my normal auctioneer's uh, speed, but I can't help it. Basil Wolverton's Weird World, one copy sold for $149.99. One copy of Best of EC Volume 1 Artist Edition for $229.99. Two copies of Bill Cavage's Mutants and Midnights and Assassins, Artifact Edition, averaging $364.97. The book's still holding value, even after the Artifact, I'm sorry, even after the Artisan Edition is released. If they do a reprint of that as an Artist Edition, I wonder where will that value go. I'd say right straight down. One copy of Dave Gibbons' Watchmen, Artifact Edition, $109.95. Three copies of Dave Stevens' Rocketeer, Artist Edition, first print, $225 average. One copy of the second print, $199.99. Two copies of David Mazzucchelli's Driver Born Again, averaging $237.50. One copy of Rose's, Don Rose's Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck, Volume 1, $249.99. There's another book holding value. One copy of ElfQuest, Gallery Edition, $49. There's a book not holding value. One copy of Fantagraphic Studio Edition, Hal Foster's Prince Valiant, $201.50. One copy of Frank Cho's Savage Wolverine, $200. One copy of Gil Kane's The Amazing Spider-Man, $129.99. One copy of Jack Davis' DC Stories for $245. One copy of Jack Kirby Commandy, The Last Boy on Earth, $159.99. That's the volume one. 
Two copies of Jack Kirby's Marvel Heroes and Monsters for averaging two twenty-five. One copy of Jim Lee DC Legends for one twenty-four ninety-nine. So there you go. I mean, if you can still get the Artifact Edition for less than cover price, I'm not sure it's a good value for you to pick up that Artist Edition at one fifty. Support somebody uh, and uh, maybe get a cheaper copy for yourself. One copy of Jim Starlin's Marvel Cosmic one fifty-seven ninety-nine. One copy of John Buscema's Silver Surfer, $182.50. One copy of John Byrne's Marvel Classics, $149.95. One copy of John Byrne's X-Men, $299.99. There you go. There's that plummeting price. Because people knew the Artist Edition was coming out in December. So that's down. We'll see how that how that plays out Like when I do the January stats in February. Uh, two copies of John Paul Leon's Winterman, averaging $525. Um, one copy of John Romita's The Amazing Spider-Man Artist Edition Volume 2, 250. One copy of Lone Wolf and Cub, 9132. So there you go. That's the, right? That book has been f- offered for sale again. Again, <clears throat> if you have a copy of Lone Wolf and Cub Gallery Edition that you've bought recently, can you please look on the Colophon page and see if it actually says it's a second print or if it indicates what printing it is? You know, it does that, it does that countdown, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. If you can just let me know or send me a picture of that page if you bought it recently, I would love to see if these are second prints or they just found more and put them out for sale in the market because I'm really interested to see what happened with the gallery, Lone Wolf Cub Gallery Edition. One copy of Mark Schultz's Xenozoic Tales, 350 That book has gone up, up, up. Two copies of Michael Golden's Micronauts, four ninety five average. Ow! Now there's... Eesh! I just... I, I don't know. That's crazy pricing. One copy of Mike Pagnola's Hellboy and Hell and Other Stories, Artist Edition. First print, two seventy. One copy of P. Craig Russell's Murder Mysteries and Other Stories, seventy-five fifty. One copy of Sergio Aragona's Grew the Wanderer, two seventy-five. One copy of Spawn Vault Edition Two, two hundred. One copy of Strength of Nick Fury, Agent of Shield. First print, one seventy-three fifty. Second print, one fifty-nine ninety-nine. One copy of Usagi Jimbo, Samurai and Other Stories, two sixty. Four copies of Wally Woods EC Stories, Artist Edition, averaging. 24412. Wow. Five copies of Walter Simonson Star Wars Artist Edition. That seems like a like a highest I've ever seen in a month for that book. 9999 average. Two copies of Walter Simonson Manhunter, 145 average. One copy of Walter Simonson's Mighty Thor Artist Edition first print, 199.99. Three copies of the second print averaging 259.97. What is so magical about that second print that people are dying to buy that one as opposed to the first print? I don't know. Inquiring Wines Monto now. Four copies of Will Eisner's The Spirit Artist Edition, Volume 2, averaging $149.99. Those are the sales for this month. That is, I don't know if you, I mean, I'm looking at the list, you're not. I'm telling you, there were a lot of zeros this month. I was skipping over a lot of books this month because there were just simply no sales in November for a lot of these artist editions. Where, you know, are people concerned? They're thinking, well, I'm seeing all these reprints. What's happening? Or, you know. Am I, should I wait? What's, what's the market bearing? Christmas was coming. This, I actually expected to see November stats quite high. People buying gifts of out of print books for loved ones for December. Didn't happen. Interesting. All right. That's, uh, I did want to say the, uh, I got my den, uh, edition brute or my raw edition of Den. So that's the French copy of the Den graphic novel. Uh, it is beautiful. It is gorgeous. It will be reviewed uh, in January. Uh, next month, I have an exclusive 
review. I've got it before anybody else. This is the first time ever I can say this. Very exciting. I'm rubbing my hands in glee. I don't, you probably can't hear that on a podcast, but uh, it's an exciting book. So I'll have a world premiere exclusive there. So watch for that. I'm going to say Wednesday. So that's two days from now. Watch for that. Pictures are done. I'm still going over my final wording, my objective. Look at the book. And uh, that will be published on Wednesday. So that is very exciting. Also, the Conan book wrapped up. Uh, It finished uh, its campaign. It sold through. Let's see. What it finished at, it finished at $116,296. It had 499 supporters. Let me just real quickly run through the numbers. Uh, 122 copies of the Barry Windsor Smith cover were claimed. This was the cover that they just introduced halfway through the campaign. Mm. Uh, 31 copies of the signed Barry Windsor Smith cover signed by Roy Thomas were claimed. 195 copies of the John Bessemer cover were claimed. 101 copies of the John Bessemer cover signed by Roy Thomas were claimed. 30 copies of the Jim Lee cover were claimed. Wow, that just turned out to be a dog, didn't it? 37 cop, 37 retailer bundles of three copies were claimed. So that's, right, that's that's 111 copies for that retailer bundle. And, the, and that, that can be any of the, the covers. Then there were some custom bundles. There was a Bud Plant custom bundle. Big dollar numbers. I don't, I don't know what he's getting. Maybe 25, 30. Uh, Stuart Ng had a custom bundle. He's getting, I don't know what that is. That number, is he getting 15 or so? There's an AE custom bundle. That's me. I'm getting five copies of uh, the Barry Windsor Smith cover. That's what I've requested. One of them will be signed. That's my personal copy. All right, then we had a Russell custom bundle. I don't know what Russell, I don't know what retailer is Russell. And then we had a CGN custom bundle. Uh, also big money. I think that's 30 something copies. So the Russell looks like, I don't know, five or something, five or six copies. Um, and then also there's Walt's comic shop in Germany has stated that they will have an exclusive cover and they are, uh, that was not part of this, that they're, they'll be, uh, offering for sale exclusively for European customers. I guess if you really love the cover, it's a, it's going to be Neil Adams cover. If you love the cover, you can order it and pay the exuberant, uh, shipping from Europe. Uh, my personal opinion is multiple covers are bunk and I hate them. Um, are you buying the book for the cover? Or are you buying the book for the interior? Boy, there's a subject subjective opinion for you. I think one cover should have been offered. And then if they wanted to differentiate their signed copy, they should have offered maybe a different cover for that. But you know what? You don't need to, you can still offer the same old cover. You can just offer one cover of your book with your contents and then just sell that book. What is with all these covers? Ugh. All right. That's it. Thank you very much for joining me this month. I hope uh, I provided a reasonable amount of entertainment for your 35 minutes that you've joined with me here. Please don't. I hope I'm, unless you skipped ahead, you didn't like part of my segments. That's it. We'll speak again next month when we discuss the 2023 Dunbeer Award winners and the Hall of Famers. So thank you for joining me. Please, everything I've talked about mostly is linked to from the site, aeindex.org. Don't waste your time looking elsewhere. Go right to the source. My YouTube videos, all that, they're all linked to, they're all part of my reviews. So the, the, the YouTube videos, everything, it all goes back to the site. The site is what holds everything else up, right? All these other things spin around the site, but that's the focus. 
Thank you and have a wonderful week and month because I only speak to you once a month. Boy, that's terrible. All right, I'm out. Let her go, let her go, God bless her. Wherever she may be, she can search this wide world over. She'll never find a sweet man like me.